0: Again, that's the book of Philippians, chapter 4, beginning at verse 4. New Living Translation reads this way. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Uh, After we pray, I want to talk to you from this thought, Uh, just let me be just let me be. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for another opportunity to come into your house, to share in your word. God, we thank you for another opportunity to see you move. God, we thank you for another opportunity to experience you in a new way. Now, God, as we go into your word, I just ask that you make it real, make it relevant. God, speak through me and to your people. God, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in God's house. Um, as we continue in our series for the month of uh, November, uh, our thank you series. Um, the Holy Spirit led me to uh, Philippians chapter four, uh, and ironically enough, I've been uh, I've been preaching uh, roughly about seven years now, and I've never preached out of the book of Philippians. Um, And what's even more ironic than that is that this was not even the original plan. I have been studying something else uh, that I think we may get to next week. Um, But in doing a cross-reference for that study, I landed in the book of Philippians and and couldn't get out of it. Um, So we're going to see what God has to say uh, today. Uh, So we're in our thankful series. um, And uh, it is... It would be unrealistic of me to believe um, that as thankful as we may or may not be to God, uh, that there are not some times where we just need a moment. All okay? right, uh, There are some times where, where we just need some time. Okay? Uh, and so, and so that, uh, the example or an example of that um, I found very, very early on uh, in the relationship with my wife. Um, with our marriage, um, because because sometimes sometimes you just need a moment, and you just need people to let you be. You just need you just need a moment uh, just just to reflect, and you need a moment just to to process. And so, what I learned very early on in our relationship uh, was that my wife is the type of person that when there's a conflict, a misunderstanding, or an issue, she wants to address that thing right then and there, uh, and, and she wants to have the conversation, and she wants to fix the problem right then and there. Okay. Now, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because many times, uh, people who are not that way uh, will continue to let an issue fester, and it never be resolved, uh, so I could appreciate her uh, in wanting to address things right then and there. Well, here's the problem. The problem is um, it's okay for me that you want to address the issue right then and there, uh, but I need a moment to process everything you just told me before I give you a response. And, and so and so, my wife would come to me, even before she was my wife, she would come to me with an issue, uh, with a problem, with a misunderstanding. And she wants to talk about it right then and there. And I was fine with her talking about it right then and there. Uh, but, but I wasn't OK with talking about it right then and there. And so uh, that would cause even more issues, because when she got done saying what she had to say, I didn't have anything to say. And that caused another problem that I didn't have anything to say uh but, but what she didn't understand was it's not that I don't have anything to say but before I speak I need to process everything you told me so that I can make sure number 1 that I'm hearing you properly okay and then number 2 make sure that my response to you is appropriate okay so 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 with that being said um we have to learn uh, how to just let each other be. Uh, I had to learn how to just let her get her stuff out right then and there, and then she had to learn how to give me a minute to just let me be, so that we could come back to the issue. And so, and so, um, and we we realized that, and we recognized that. And after a couple of a couple of disagreements, we were able to get on the same page for effective communication within our relationship. Amen. Now, now as we begin to grow, not just with each other, but in ministry and counseling couples and things like that, uh, I started thinking about within myself, what is happening during the time where I need to be let be? Okay? What, what's actually taking place during that time? Because, because I, had to, I had to get to a moment of honesty within myself and say that there were some times where she just let me be and gave me time to process. But because I didn't think the issue was important, I didn't process nothing. I really just hoped that she would forget about it and we would just be done with it because this didn't even seem like a big deal to me. Okay, but then there, were, there are sometimes, uh, most of the time, where I take time to reflect on what she's actually saying and, and try to take an account on my responsibility or or what part I play in the issue uh, and see how we can come to a resolution. Okay, um, and so and so, if I, I spent I've spent uh, uh, months and months and months. Just processing what happens during the time where we need to just be let be. And and so uh, I believe that for believers, during the time where you need to be let be, there are some things that should take place during that time. Uh, And I believe that Paul gives us some examples of what should take place during that time. Now, let me give you this disclaimer before we get deep into the text. Um, there are four things that should happen when someone just lets you be but understand that all four things don't necessarily happen every time okay Uh, but but these four things should always be happening some of the time okay Uh, so there might be a different combination of things that happen depending on the circumstance But I believe that Paul teaches us some things uh, through his letter to the church of Philippi, uh, uh, how we can uh, function and and in essence, improve ourselves and our relationships uh, during the time where we're just just let be. Uh, And one of the things, the first thing that Paul uh, shows us is that uh, uh, when, when we need to be let be, we also need to be joyful. When okay. well, we need to be let be, we, always, we also uh, need to be joyful. Now, what, what you have to understand is uh, what's happening in this part of the text is uh, Paul is addressing an issue between two women in the church. And Paul is not physically there, uh, but he hears about an issue that these two women are having, and so he's trying to teach them how to handle this problem without causing more problems. That's right. That's okay, right. That's right. so That's right. so Paul says. First thing Paul says is, "Be joyful," uh, and this is what you have to understand. Verse four, uh, Paul says. Paul says, "Always be full of joy in the Lord." Amen. And he says, again, I say rejoice. Okay. So now Paul says, uh, the first thing you need to do is be joyful. This is what you have to understand about the word joy, because the word joy is oftentimes misunderstood. Uh, the word joy is oftentimes misused. Uh, joy is not to be confused with happiness. Okay? They,
1: they are not the same. Okay. Now, uh,
0: because because. Because joy is not situation based. Amen. Amen. Um, Joy is not situation based. Uh, And and in essence, uh, what that means is um, nothing or no one can make you joyful. Right. Joy is a gift that you have and so joy is not situation based uh it's not to be confused with happiness because happiness is an emotion and joy is a state of being happiness is an emotion and joy is a state of being so so don't get them don't get them confused uh uh because because what you have to understand is um you have joy not because of a situation You have joy in spite of a situation. Uh, um, There are moments where you have to look at the circumstances and evaluate the circumstances of your life and say, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what my problems are, this litany of issues that I have, the one thing that I know that's working in my favor is that I still have joy. Now, now this is what you have to understand this is what you have to understand true joy only comes to true believers okay? so so you really don't know how to you really don't know uh, firsthand about the experience of joy until you had an experience with Jesus okay? so 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 you have to understand that joy is not predicated on your circumstances you have joy in spite of of your circumstances, no matter, and get this, this is why you have joy in spite of your circumstances, because no matter what my situation looks like, I have joy because of one thing, no matter what my problems are, I have joy because of one thing, no matter what I see with my eyes, I have joy because of one thing, and that one thing is that God is still in control. So, 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 regardless of what people tell you, regardless of what you see, uh, regardless of even what you feel, because even though I don't feel happy, happy is simply an emotion that changes from moment to moment, changes from day to day, and can be influenced by other people. But I have joy because it can't be influenced by none of y'all. This joy that I have, the world didn't give me There's something serious in my life So I have to be joyful and then Paul says Don't just have joy but Rejoice which means because I'm joyful I ought to be able to Show it because I'm joyful Even though my circumstance is Jacked up and messed up I can still Come to church and give God some glory Even though my situation Looks dark and dim I can still Come in lift my hands and open up My mouth because my joy Is not dictated by my circumstance so Paul says in verse 4 that we need to just be joyful. And then Paul says in verse 5 that in your being joyful, also be careful. Okay? Paul says in verse 5, also be careful. Verse 5 says, let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. And remember, the Lord is coming soon. Okay. So Paul says, Paul says, be let everyone see that you're considerate in everything that you do, because the Lord is coming. Okay. Uh, so, so in essence, Paul is saying, be careful how you treat people, okay. be, Because. Because, because, get this: uh, your joy should not come at the expense of someone else's despair. Amen. That wasn't my Somebody write that down for me so I can get it later. Your joy is not should not be uh, uh, dictated by someone else's despair. You, you, you gotta be careful how you treat people because you never know uh, who you're treating when you're treating. The the Bible says that you got to be careful because you might be entertaining an angel and you not even know it. So you got to be careful and considerate about everything that you do because somebody's always watching what you do. And get this, even when no one is is seeing you, God is watching you. So you got to be careful because you're going to have to give an account for everything you did and didn't do. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. You got to be considerate consider it with how you treat people. And Paul is trying to explain to these two women that even though you're having a disagreement, that's okay because everybody ain't going to always agree. Uh, You're going to have some mess ups and misunderstandings sometimes but just because we don't agree don't mean we have to be disrespectful. So we got to be able to handle ourselves because we call ourselves Christians Uh, we're being held to a higher standard. And how is it that you call yourself a Christian and because you disagree with somebody you Think that gives you uh, the ability To be disrespectful to somebody So you got to be careful and considerate With how you handle your interactions You got to be careful and considerate With how you handle your relationships You got to be careful and considerate Because somebody's always watching And then Paul says not only Is somebody always watching But the Lord's coming back soon So you're going to be responsible For what happened while you were here Amen he says, he says, the Lord's coming back soon. Uh, you're going to have to answer for everything you did and didn't do. You're going to have to answer for everything you did and didn't say. The Lord is coming soon. So you got to be careful and get this. Then the Holy Spirit dropped this in my spirit. He says, not only do you have to be careful because the Lord is coming soon, but you, uh, the, the, you have to be considerate, um, uh, You have to be considerate because the Lord is coming soon because sometimes when people are disrespectful to us, we want to take the situation into our own hands. So, 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 so not only do you need to be careful and considerate, but the people around you need to be careful and considerate because the Bible says vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So anybody who has a problem or an issue with you that doesn't handle it properly is also going to have to give an account for what they do as a matter of fact the bible says touch not my anointing and through my prophet no harm so anybody that got their knock on you sideways anybody that's done you wrong don't even worry about it you can still be joyful even though you're being careful because the lord is coming soon okay. So, so, so you gotta, you gotta be joyful. Verse four. You gotta be careful. Verse five. I'm going hey! through this thing real quick. So if you don't get it, you might get lost. Uh, hey! After you've been joyful and you've been careful, now you gotta, you gotta be confident. That's right. you, you gotta be confident. Verse six says this: uh, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Hey! 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 And then he says, he says in the B clause. Tell God what you need and tell him thank you for what he's done. Now, now, this is what you got to understand. When the Bible says don't worry about anything, it's not a suggestion. There's no dot, dot, dot after this. There's no question mark after this. This is a command Amen. of God Don't, yes, don't yes. worry about anything uh, And the reason why God doesn't want you to worry about anything Is because your worry about a thing Is disrespectful to him Amen. Because how can you say That you're worried about anything And say that you serve the God of everything Amen. Okay. Uh, that, that is a direct contradiction to say That I'm worried about anything But I serve the God of everything Here's a principle for you Let me help you understand uh, Let me help you understand this concept of worry um, Get this If something is big enough for you to worry about it Then it's too big for you to handle Okay. And if it's too big for you to handle You might as well hand it over all right. Let me say it again for the people who rode the short bus on the church today. Uh, if, if, if something is big enough for you to worry about, then that means it's too big for you to handle in the first place. And if it's too big for you to handle in the first place, you might as well hand it over. Okay. Uh, um, you might as well hand it over to a God that, no matter how big it is to you, everything's small to Him. Amen. Okay. You, 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 might as, you might as well hand it over because your worry is not fixing anything anyway. So, worst case scenario, even if God leaves you in it, you're still in the same place you was before you, you, you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain. If you can't handle it anyway, you might as well call somebody who can. All right, man. All right, man. So Paul instructs us. He says don't, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about nothing. Don't even worry about it. But pray about everything. everything. Amen. Now here's, here's what you need to understand. About the word everything. The word everything. Is all inclusive. That's right. That's right. The word everything. Has no exceptions. The word everything. Includes. Everything. Okay. Um. Uh, let, let me give you an example of everything uh, Everything is uh, I'm worried Because i got somewhere to be And I can't find my keys So i so I, so I, so I got to take a moment And say Lord I don't know what I did with these keys But God you're the God of everything So point me in the right direction To where my keys are Because because you said pray about everything so I That's right. so even my keys I can bring come okay. All right. All right. Uh, on God, God you're the God of everything and uh, and I know I made the wrong decision I know I made the wrong decision staying up late watching the game last night God, and, and it's tough for me to get out of bed this morning but you're the God of everything I, so God be my strength and give me about this. Yeah. 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 Maybe y'all don't understand what everything, everything is. There is there anything too hard for God? And, and, and get this: if there's nothing too hard for God, then there's nothing too easy for God. So, so I, I, I can pray about everything. And then Paul says. Paul says uh be confident don't worry don't worry about it uh just pray about it but then he says uh, don't don't just pray about it don't just ask God for stuff he says he says but also you. in your asking give him thanks for what he's already done Amen. 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 Um, uh, you you ever been in a situation where uh where somebody borrows some money from you. Yeah. And, uh, and, <laughs> and you ain't tripping. You give them the money. You ain't tripping. You, you ain't tripping on the money. You give them the money. And, uh, and, they, and they don't even say thank you. They don't even say thank you for the money that you. That you loaned. Now, now, now an OG, an old school player, told me this a long time ago. Uh, uh, don't loan out anything that you got to have back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, put put me on game real early on. Listen, if you need it back, don't loan it out because you never know dealing with some folk if you ever going to see it again. So if it's something that you need, don't loan it out. Okay. He says, he says, he says, if your gift, if your loan can't be a gift, don't loan it. Right. Okay. Now, so, so, so uh, have you ever been in a situation where somebody, you loan somebody some money? Okay? And you ain't tripping because if I, if I didn't have it I wouldn't have gave it to you in the first place So I ain't really tripping So I loaned you the money But you don't even say thank you that I loaned you the money okay? now, And not only do you not say thank you But two weeks later You need some more money Okay, <laughs> and, 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 and I wouldn't even be tripping On you need some more money two weeks later but you ain't even say thank you for what I've already given you. Come on Come on Maybe some of y'all don't want money because you say, uh, if I know I can't get it back, I'm just not going to do it. So let me, let me put it to you like this um, uh, have, have you ever been in a situation with, with your employer and, and your check just wasn't quite right? Okay. And, then, and then you go to the HR office and you say, hey, listen, uh, I, I'm not sure on whose part this was, uh, but, but a mistake was made because, because this, this, this is not the right amount of money. And, and they have the audacity and the unmitigated gall to tell you uh, that we'll fix it and you'll see it on your next check. <laughs> go back to work. Um so so you want me to keep working for you. And you have not even properly compensated me for what I've already, already. come on, Come on now. Some, y- some of y'all thinking you you're being a little bit too practical. I need some Bible with that preaching Uh come here, Jacob. Jacob said, I went to my uncle Laban. <laughs> I, I, I went to my uncle Laban and uh and uh, he had he had this daughter, and she was fine as wine. And uh, and her name was Rachel. And and I, and I went to my uncle Abe. I said, "Listen, uh, you know the custom. You know is that that since she don't have no husband, it's it's, it's right for me to take care of her." And he says, uh, uh, "I want her so bad that I'm willing to work for her." Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, This this ain't part of the message, but ladies, you, you gotta wait for a man that wants you so bad that that he's willing to work. For you. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you ignoring his phone calls And he just keep calling anyway I'm talking about I'm, 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 talking, about, I'm talking about I'm talking about a man that, that you you ain't even trying to have You ain't trying to spend no moments of your day with it He just keep popping up in your life You gotta you got wait for somebody that's willing to work for you But, but let me get back on track So Jacob says uh, uh, I'm willing to work for Rachel He says uh, I'll give you seven, seven years, years of labor yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Seven I'll seven give years, you seven man. years of labor uh, uh, for her hand in marriage, I, I ain't even tripping, don't pay me nothing, just, just let me work for her hand in marriage. The lady says, Okay, I got you. And Jacob works for seven years and he's ready, he's he ready to do this thing and he's ready to take Rachel on home. And, and his uncle, lady says, Well, well, uh, see, there's some technicalities in the situation. He, he says, uh, uh, the problem is, Rachel is the younger sister. Uh, and the custom says that the older sister should really be married yeah. before the younger sister yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the seven years you worked were really uh, for Leah yeah. and not for Rachel oh, yeah. so, oh, yeah. so in order for you to yeah. Get, yeah. get Rachel too you gotta give me another yeah. seven yeah. years yeah. and so Jacob looks at his uncle like like, man are you crazy yeah. yeah. so you I'm not saying I wouldn't have done it, but you should have told me this before I started working. So you want me to work for you for free for another seven years to get somebody I don't even want? (laughs) See, there's something about there's something about being being thankful. There, see, see that right there, that right there. Uh, uh, Jacob probably would have worked with a joyful heart if he would have known the terms and conditions of his contract before. Simon. Amen. And, and, and and so the problem is, the problem is many of us are not getting our prayers answered because we are asking for things uh, moving forward without giving thanks for the things that have already been done. Amen. So Paul says, I need you to be confident enough to ask for what you need, but I also need you to be confident enough to be thankful for what you have. Uh, Because get this, if I'm thankful for what I have, if I'm thankful for what God has already done, I know that if he's done it before, he's faithful to do it again. So I can be thankful for what He's already done, because what He's already done is a sign for what He will do. Okay. All right. So now, so now, uh, Paul says, uh, Paul says, uh, be thankful. Get this, not because, not just because what He's already done uh, is a sign for what He can do, but also be thankful for what He's already done, because because just in case He doesn't do anything else. You, you gotta tell him you're thankful for for all all he's already done. The old saints used to say, "If he never does anything else for me, he's already done enough." You gotta be thankful because because you don't deserve to be even where you at right now while you asking God to move you forward. So you better be thankful even for what he's already done. So so you gotta be you gotta be joyful. You gotta be confident, uh, and then the last thing Paul says is uh, you gotta be peaceful. Yes. Yes. You got to right right be peaceful uh, verse 7 says this uh, verse 7 says, um, and says and then you will experience says and then you will experience right. God's peace yes. no, right. which exceeds anything we can understand yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. he says his peace will guard your hearts and your minds get this as you live in Christ Jesus as you live. Yeah. come on He says, says, if you be joyful, if you be careful, if you be confident, be peaceful, because it's after you're joyful, careful, and confident that you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And that peace that we don't understand will guide our hearts and our minds as we live in Christ Jesus. Um, Paul says, Paul says, be peaceful and understand this about peace. Paul says, understand this about peace. Your peace ain't going to make any sense. <laughs> I know. Pa- Paul, says, Paul says that he gives you a peace that surpasses anything, that exceeds anything that you can understand. Your peace doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, uh, uh, you, Oh, oh, You, you got to understand that... Uh, The the key with peace is that uh, your peace is a contradiction between your circumstance and your actions. Yes, 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 Yes. 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 That's good. That's good. Uh, Your your peace your peace is is the dichotomy between your your situation and how you behave. Yes, yes, yes. Um. uh, You you, you gotta understand uh, that that. That this whole concept of peace Jesus, is, is that that really, r- really, uh, really, Jesus, thank you, God. really, you, you really done made me mad to the highest level. And, 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 and really, really, you about to start questioning my relationship with God because really, what you did and what you said to me was really... Out of pocket, so so you better be glad that I got this piece that you don't understand, because because if I didn't have this piece, it would be consequences and repercussions. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for this piece, I, I would tear this whole place up. If it wasn't, okay, y'all real holy on me today, y'all. Y'all act like y'all ain't never been in a situation where if it wasn't for the peace of God, I I don't even understand how I'm calm in this situation. Because really, really you're pushing me to the edge. Really, you, you just don't know how close you are for me to reach out and touch. You really don't understand. But it's the peace of God that passes all understanding that that develops a contradiction between my situation and my and my actions yes, 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 yes. see this is what you got to understand uh, uh, the, the Bible says Paul says that this peace will guard your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus this, this is what that means this is what that means uh, what that means is uh, God's peace keeps you from keep, keeps me from doing what I feel and saying what I think. Doing I feel. God's peace keeps me from doing what I feel and, and saying what I think because sometimes uh, my actions—if if I really did what I felt—my actions ain't really all that godly. If, it, if, if I really told you what I really thought about you in this in this moment, you you would be questioning my calling because I. But, it's, but it's, it's it's because of. It's because of God's peace that I'm not that I'm not doing what I feel and I'm not saying what I think. It's because of God's peace. Uh, see, God's peace uh, guards my heart and my mind. God, God's peace guards my heart. You better be glad God's peace guards my heart. Because if God's peace wasn't guarding my heart, I would have divorced your dusty tail a long time ago. If God's peace wasn't guarding my heart, I would have cut you off. Way long ago, if God's peace wasn't right wasn't guarding my heart, then then then, then you wouldn't yes. un- even understand how important it is for you to have me. If it wasn't for God's peace, if it wasn't uh, for God's peace, I would have written an essay full of four letter words uh, for you to hear. In all but 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 it's God's peace. That, that God my mind because what comes in my mind often comes out of my mouth but it's because of God's peace that you've been protected in this uh, interesting line of speech that I have stored up for you it's because of, it's because of God's peace and and, and and I don't understand God's peace and I know you don't understand God's peace but but let me tell you uh, don't push me to the limit come on come on come on don't 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 try me because because God give me peace, but He also give me grace and mercy, and I got to cash in on that thing sometimes. But I but I, got, I got I got to be peaceful. I am peaceful. I, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be peaceful. I'm I'm I I wanna be Martin Luther King, but you can get Malcolm X if you get it twisted, bro. You know? I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying to be peaceful. Uh, uh, Paul says. Paul says. I, I need you to be joyful. I need you to be careful. I need you to be confident. And if you do all of those things, then you can experience the peace of God and be peaceful. And, and, and I thought that was going to excite y'all a little more than what it did. I really did. I thought that was going to be uh, the climax of the message right there. I thought that was. <laughs> Was gonna hit real quick, it didn't really do what I <laughs> oh yeah yeah I forgot. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot that that's, that's cause I, I forgot to tell y'all something. Um because I was talking about how we in the thank you series and, and, and y'all cool with being 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 joyful and being careful, confident, and peaceful, but y'all trying to figure out what they gotta do with being thankful, and that's why I didn't hit because I forgot to tell y'all. Why you gotta be thankful? I forgot to tell y'all that. So y'all looking at me, waiting for me to tie this whole thing in. I, I feel you. I'm glad y'all y'all paying attention. Uh, um, what you have to understand is that uh, the book of Philippians uh, is one of a few books that Paul actually writes from a prison cell. Uh-huh. Hey! Right. 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 Uh, so, so, so Paul, Paul is talking about being joyful right, it's right. from a prison cell, and, and then Paul is talking about uh, being careful with how you treat people while he's in prison, being mistreated. And then Paul is talking about being confident in God, even while he's sitting in chains and shackles. And Paul is talking about the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, when he can't go nowhere. Paul is saying all of this from a prison cell. Jesus. Yes. Yes. And I told you that in chapter 4, uh, Paul is writing chapter 4 of his letter uh, because two women are having a disagreement. Uh, but that wasn't the primary reason for Paul writing the book of Philippians. Uh, Paul wrote the book of Philippians uh, uh, to spread a word of joy to the people in Philippi. right. yes, yes. Okay. The theme of joy is all up and through the entire book of Philippians. Amen. Okay, and so the reason why Paul writes to the church in Philippi about joy is because Paul gets word that the Philippians have gotten word that a dear friend of theirs has gotten sick. Come on, come on, come on! And in chapter two, verse twenty-six. Uh, the Philippians have gotten word that a dear friend of theirs has gotten has gotten ill. And Paul gets word that they've gotten word about his illness. And then in chapter two, verse 27, uh, the Bible says that not only was he ill, but he was sick unto death. So, so he, he was not only sick, but he's on the brink of death. And so Paul writes to the Philippian church to spread a word of joy because they've gotten word that their friend is sick and he's on the brink of death. But what they didn't get a word about was that he's now been healed. So Paul has to write the letter to the Philippian church to say, I've gotten word that you've gotten word that your friend is sick and he almost died. But I'm sending you word that he's healed. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A whole book of the Bible. Hallelujah. A whole book of the Bible is written. Uh, is written to say that, that I've gotten word that you've gotten word that the situation is bad. Uh, but, but, but I'm sending word that the situation is better. Hallelujah A little bit too hard. I'm already, I'm already two minutes past my time. I need you to get what I'm saying. There's been a book written. There's been a book written that says I've gotten word that you've gotten word that you have a problem. But I'm using the word to send you word that your problem. I don't know how else to give this to y'all except to tell you that there is a book that's been written. Hallelujah! And that whole book was written by the word to send you word that even though you had a problem that your problem has already been fixed. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all still not understanding this thing. There's been a whole book this book over the course of time has been the all time bestseller in the history of books being written and still to this day is being sold. It don't matter if it's hard copy, soft book, audio book, digital copy. It is the number one selling book of all time. And this book has been written by the word to Word that even though you had a problem, your problem has already been fixed. Somebody ought to be thankful that the word said the word that your problem has already been fixed. I I, I need somebody to be excited, left the word, wrote the word, and the word who was the word became flesh and said, "I, I know you got a problem. But, but before the beginning of time, the Lamb was slain. Before the foundation of the earth, the Lamb... Okay, y'all don't understand. Before the creation of earth, the sacrifice was already made. So the Word, wrote the Word to send Word that regardless of what your circumstances look like, your problem has already been fixed. And somebody is excited about that. Give God some praise in His name.